everybody. This is a special episode of Storybook Heroes. It's called Traveler's Tales. We played this game with Phil's mom and sister, and we really didn't anticipate recording it, but we got a lot of requests for it, so without further ado, here it is. There lies a small yet busy town on the edge of a large forest. The village is called Silvery Pine. This is primarily a hunting village who provides meat and furs to all of Westvale. The most notable feature of this village is a crumbling clock tower at the center of town. It has long ago lost all of its gears or any conventional mechanisms that would turn the clock, yet somehow it still continues to tell time accurate to the minute. Now, tell me about your characters. Philip, let's start with you. Okay, so I am the local priest in this little village. Um, I'm not your normal looking priest. I'm a little dirtier and a little more shabby than most priests. Um... It was difficult for me to gain the people's trust because out here in the villages they're a little more religious than some people that are on, on the you know the big cities. So gaining their trust was difficult because I was such a <laughs> obtuse and awkward sort of priest in my go about my religion and my faith a different way than most people. And um, I got assigned to this village and when no one else would re- really wanted to do it because most priests want to be on places where there's wealth. Mm-hmm. I was not interested in that. I was interested in spreading the word of my god Skarsgård to the people. Okay. And um, now I'm here and started from the bottom. Now I'm here, bro. Okay. So let's say you have a small church then somewhere. Have you started a church? I have a church and some of the villagers are nice enough to attend every once in a while. <laughs> Um, so for the most part, I spend my time playing doctor. Okay. Not that kind of doctor, (laughs) not that kind of doctor, actual doctor. I really have a medical degree. Raises eyebrows. (laughs) Anita, go ahead and tell me about your character. So it's a half elf. I was going to say, do you, if you want some help, we can kind of, you can have to help me. You know, we talked about how, um, you know, your mother was. She was an elf. Right, she's a wood elf. And her father was human. Right. So he must have thought she was sexy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we were talking about how that kind of led probably to, you know, you're a ranger, right? Mm -hmm. Which is like, um, I explained last night that like, you're like a wilderness expert, you're a hunter, you're a gatherer, you know a lot about the wilderness and... How to navigate it. Yeah, I like that. You also went with Outlander, I think, as your background, right? Mm-hmm. So, your mother was a ha- uh, wood elf, and mm-hmm. so you kind of grew up in the woods, right? Yeah. So, what do you think would bring your character to start living kind of closer to, like, not a city? It's not a city. It's just a little village. But why? What What do you think along the way might have pushed her to start living near a village or start being an adventurer? Mm, she needed more to do. Mm. Um, do you think maybe you were possibly like, I mean, do elves ever like hate on you for being half elf? Uh, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that might have been part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking for some community. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A little, I know a local mm-hmm. priest. That is looking for the same thing. <laughs> oh, by the way, my character's name is Theo. Theo. Oh. oh. Full name is Theophilus of the Forgiving Hand. But I didn't want to burden you with that mouthful. Mine is Piranha. Her last name is Carrie because of her father. Piranha Carrie. 
That's a good one. I don't think it was Jim Carrey, but it was... It was someone similar? It was some man with that last name. <laughs> so basically Carrying just... Carrying some goals into town. <laughs> just coming to find a place... I mean, I think that's so, a, that's pretty dope. When 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 do you think you have have arrived here? How long have you been here? Five years ago, looking for. I think she's really looking to see if she can find her father because her mm. mother elf ra- raised her. Okay, so you've settled in. People know who you are. You would say that like you're you're pretty well known in the village. Uh, what would you do for a living? How would you make your money and, and make your your ends meet? Shooting. I just go out in the wilderness and get like pelts from animals and stuff. So you're part of that lucrative fur trade that yeah. we were talking about. You like bring furs back and, and bring it back to the market, bring it back to the caravans and, and, and send them off to the bigger cities. Um, Helen, tell me about your character. Um, my name's Drusilla. I go by Drew. Um, I'm a wood elf. I was an urchin. Um, my parents were criminals <laughs> okay. and, and went to prison, and I heard they died there. I have no clue. I think that they are dead because I've never, I never saw them again. Okay. But I had to take care of myself as a child, and so I just would hang out a lot in the surrounding woods apart from the town. But um, I soon learned from some of the other urchins how to go into town and steal what I needed to survive. So I got very good at climbing on buildings and um, being a good pickpocket. Nobody could ever catch me until... One time, some knights came into the town, and I tried to take the humongous, rather grumpy knight's coin purse, and he caught me. And he kept me, and he trained me to be a fighter. Okay. And I'm very good with the bow and arrow and swords and a whip. Oh, yeah, she has a whip. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. All right. Also, dude, yeah. she really is. She has a, a pretty good slide hand well, check. Why would you have ended up in this trading hunting village? Well, my, I'll call him my father. My, I called him my night father. He passed away. He okay. got He got killed. And I don't know by who, but my search for his killer has brought me to this little town. Okay. So you would say you've only been here a few days or so? Like About nobody a week. nobody yeah. would know who you were, nobody, nobody trusts you. Okay. No, they don't and I'm sarcastic and rude sometimes, so <laughs> Piranha, did you hear that there's a stranger about town? I love you. <laughs> I'm good with so. my weapons as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing out Theo, how long yes, have you sir. been here? I have been here for about 10 years now. Okay. I retired, became a priest, got assigned to this village, and I've been here for about 10 years. Okay, perfect. So, um, what is your relationship like with Piranha? How do you spell that? P-A-R-A-N-I-A. Perfect, thank you. Ooh, a little burpee right there. I'm sorry. Oh, and I also make purses and stuff from my my pelts. Ooh. Nice. Okay, perfect. 
Piranha. Have you, have you heard of Piranha brand and, purses? And satchels. Mm-hmm. And satchels. <laughs> Ooh, for men, right? Nice. Yes. <laughs> I would say that I, I just know, I would say my character would know her as just a local hunter. Um, you know, maybe not Business. best friends, but we know each other. Okay, so you guys know of each other? We know or? each other. We're not buddies or anything like that. I mean, we do, you, you know. do you go to his church? Um, no, but I've walked <laughs> by it. I've walked by it a few times. Um, wow. Oh, no, because my character is very spiritual, so they might want to go in there. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Well, okay. Maybe you've just I'm been afraid because you grew up with right. widows. So you don't you really heard that I'm going talk to go to people see. even after five years. You're going to go to the church the... Well, I've heard that he knows everyone Ooh. and knows what's going on in the village. Ooh. And, and so. Okay, that sounds like a, a good start for an investigation. You um, have uh, a small altar boy. Okay, that that works there. His okay. name's Percival. Okay, Percival. Um, he's a wood elf. Oh, nice. He was, a, he was an orphan. Okay, and so he lives at the church. Oh, all right. Okay. Finally, some company. Good. So, yes. How long has he been there? Um, well, I've been there ten years, so like probably about five. About five. Yeah. About so you you yes. got him. You got him at age five, and he's about ten now. All right. So sweet. you you trained him in in how to the clerical keep, arts, keep the altar and things like that. He kind of does like the day to day maintenance and things like that. Sweet. So you can focus on singing and trying to get people to come into the church. <laughs> <laughs> um, you as a hunter. You deal with two people primarily. You deal with a um, merchant. He goes by the name of uh, Catterley. Uh, he um, is an older man. Um, he's a little portly. He's been um, he's been trading there for the last, I would say, um, three or four years. So when you first got there, there was somebody else. And so you've been dealing with him. He's kind of just a, a kind of an acquaintance for you. Somebody else that you may know a little bit better is there's a, a witch that lives deep in the woods. And um, she, from time to time, will come across you while you're hunting. I'm not sure what you're... I'll let you kind of determine the relationship that you have with her. But um, she's like the protector of the woods. She makes sure that nobody is doing any kind of like foul magic or, or, or over hunting the, the woods. So. But the villagers think she's a witch, like a witch of the woods. Well, she's the magic user, yeah, yeah. But um, so it's kind of name? a superstitious. Does she have thing. a name or just? Um, she doesn't know her name. She has never really given up her name. Um, it's been a, a day towards the evening is when you decided to go and, and visit the church towards maybe when there wasn't going to be anybody there, so maybe you could kind of talk privately. Um, so, what did you want to ask the priest? Oh, hey. Well, some of visitors, <laughs> Percival. Yeah, huh? Come, is a a visitor? A visitor? A visitor? Yes. Um, oh, not, I have dusty <clears throat> robes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Welcome yes. to the Temple of Skarsgård. <laughs> little shack. Welcome. Is that a game? L- Do l- I make little shack. Like my father's name? <laughs> You can make up whatever you want. Yes. Any all the names that you have anybody in your world? What was the fighter's name that trained you? Sir I don't know. Mr. Jenkins. Sir Derry. Sir Derry? Oh, that's funny. I was thinking Darian. <laughs> Sir Darian, there you go. Sir Darian. Sir Darian. No, okay. I talk do I talk directly to Phil? Yeah. Yes, okay. You do. Um 
I've come, my name is Drew. Um, I've come here because my father, um, Sir Darian, um, was murdered. And I see, I'm seeking um, to find the person that killed him. Oh, I was, I was actually uh, very close friends with Sir Darian. Um, he, he, uh, I actually, uh, not many of the villagers know this, but I used to serve in the military myself, and I fought many battles with Sudarian. Out of game. I rolled a double lot on if I know this night. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, dude, okay. that's why I was like, oh, yeah, I know him pretty well. Yeah. Well, that's how... Let's say Darian, uh, was a traveling knight. Yeah, and, kind of an errant knight, not and, and sworn to any lord. Not sworn to any lord, kind of traveled around and, and helped different smaller towns like this if they had any kind of problems. Right. And so this would be like one of his stops along his way that he kind of took under his wing. Well, the, the original town where I came from, he traveled there. Okay. And that is how I met him. So maybe and that I was... traveled with him and he trained me. Okay. But he spoke of you. Oh, Oh, my, my, my. What a coincidence. You, you, you say he was you, you, killed in battle or murdered? I don't understand why no, you're looking. He wasn't killed in battle. He was mm. murdered. I mutter a prayer to Skarsgård. Um, out of game, do, do you, um, how do you want, how should I handle this? Should I pretend like I know who killed him? Or should, uh, uh, I'll say this. Um, do you, I mean, I apologize. You look like you've traveled from some distance, but I know nothing of this murder. I knew him. You actually have heard rumors. Oh, okay. Of okay. Somebody that might. Okay. Someone told me. Hold on, let me talk to Mike okay. really quick. Okay. <laughs> we can edit this out. Yeah. Okay. Kind of just, you know, flow with it. Your storyteller. Okay. <laughs> One thing I have heard was Lord Redwin did have a son who had a bit of a problem with Sir Darian. Sir Darian had caught him trying to enslave some of the enemies we were fighting and made him look kind of uh, besmirched his honor, so to speak. And, you know, I don't think... Lord Redwin's son would murder anyone himself, but in the court of the king, many bad things have happened, and people get hired. I'm just saying that's why I chose to come out here in the hamlets. I just chose to abstain from that sort of lifestyle. But if you're looking for a suspect, it would be most likely Lord Redwin's son. His name is Dominic. As you two are speaking, a ranger off to the woods for the, the morning hunt or for the, the evening hunt walks by. You're getting ready to go out. It's the sun's going down. It's the perfect time to hunt certain nightlife. So this would be a really good time for you to go out. So you would kind of be gathering your, your stuff for a, a night hunt. Hail, Piranha! Yeah. A quick prayer before you head off to the woods. Uh, Perchance. <laughs> well, I do need some luck out there. Oh, great and... Powerful Skarsgård, in your holy name, I ask that you protect this meager hunter. <laughs> Heal me of my cough. 
In the name of Scott's God, I say this. Amen. Um, That's why you say amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Good job. Thank you, Theo. Um, the night passes without event. Let's see here. Yeah, I would say that you actually were a little bit lighter than normal. You actually didn't even get what you would normally get. It was kind of a, a slow night. I know. Slim pickings. After you, after you prayed for me. Uh, I know, right? Uh, why do you think people don't come to the church? <laughs> so, um, come morning, um, there's, there's a knock at the church door. Ooh. Um, Percival! <clears throat> Percival! <sighs> Percival! I, I'm... Get the door! I'm using the bathroom, sir. Oh, Can you get the door? Fine. Thank I you. I wake myself up. And I walk to the... I say it very... And I'm literally saying this as I get myself up. I'm yelling so Percival can hear. I'll get myself up and walk to the door. Lazy bones. Oh. And I walk to the door and I open the door. You're lazy. <laughs> um, do you just open the door? I just open the door like, okay. what, 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 what is it? <laughs> Standing there is a um, portly old gentleman. Uh, you recognize him as the Trader Catterley. Um, okay. He is wearing his morning clothes still. He's not like in his normal fineries and his, his nice jacket. He's wearing like literally like his, his undergarments. Okay. And he's standing there and he's looking kind of frazzled. And he said, can, can I do an insight check? Yeah. All right. 19. Um, he is distraught. He's genuinely distraught about something. But there's no, like, I don't see any signs of, like, temp magic or something like that. Like, nope. somebody's, he's just, like, nope. upset. He's just upset. He's standing there. Uh, he doesn't look, like, hurt in any way. He's just, he seems to be, like, there's something that's really bothering him. Okay. Not close. Oh. Yeah. come come in, come oh, in. What is wrong you. with you, my friend? What Thank is wrong you. with you? Thank you, sir. Um, there's... There's a problem. As you know, we don't have a lot of militia in this village. Yes. Um, our, our traveler disappeared. Which traveler? The most, uh, the only one that goes through it here in town. Uh, my my uh, associate. Uh, his name is um, Barnaby. 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 You know, you know Barnaby. Barnaby. You've met Barnaby. Of course, I've met Barnaby. Barnaby's okay. gone missing. Uh, yes. So, uh, as you know, as me, the resident trader here in town, oh. I have I have my runner who goes from you know our village to the, the main hub and, and right. drops off all the furs. Right. Well, uh, he took the wagon two days ago and he's disappearing. And I, is it true that you are Andy with a sword? That was long ago. And I, uh, I'm a man of healing now. I happened to be walking by the church yesterday, and I noticed that you are friends with Piranha. Is this also true? Yeah, we are associates. Someone calls friends. <laughs> Pir- Piranha. I, d- I did provide her some prayers last night. Hopefully, bless her. Piranha deals with me very, very curtly. She gives me her wares. I give her money, and we go about our business. I feel very uncomfortable asking this of her. Would you mind asking if she could accompany you on this? Look, could just, I really just want you guys to travel down the road and see if there's anything that you might have uh, 
come across. Okay. Um, so, can I get... Um, do you know... Do you happen to know where we might start looking for old Barnaby? Well, the main trader's road... Um, which is literally named Trader's Road, um, is the only road that runs out of town that isn't a hunting path or something of that sort. This is so we should probably start looking along the main road. The main road, right, okay. exactly. So I, I would suggest it's a dangerous road. Take whoever you can. Um, I heard that there might have been danger like that this might end of, have ended in bloodshed so out of game he said that and i act like scared but inside my head i'm thinking like oh, i better suit up yeah, right, right, okay. <laughs> so i go i go okay yeah yeah I'll, i will take care of this i will take care of this i will i will talk to Parani and i will i will let you know i, I will it is in my hands or in scott's guy's hands scott's gotta be praised scott's gotta be praised Alright, so I go talk to Percival and I tell him Boy yeah. It's time you became a man <laughs> yeah, He's coming out of the bathroom right now Kind of shutting the door really quick behind him oh. Now? What are you doing in there? Uh, mm, <laughs> relieving myself mm, Right, right Disgusting <laughs> Okay, um That could be more than one thing <laughs> Percival, you've served me well. You're an honest bloke. Th- thank you. I leave you with all of this. All ten feet of it. <laughs> That's all of this. Is yours. This mine? I suspect I might not be coming back. Oh, my. Well, yeah. okay. Um, you, you always have a bed here. Your room will stay exactly as you left it. And I will. I promise to tend your church. Somehow, I doubt that. No, no, no. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Better not find any stains on my bed when I come back, and I'll just walk out the door. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Do, I don't do that in bed anymore. We talked about that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna go see if I can track down uh, Anita's character, uh, Par- Piranha. Okay. Um, where would you be in the morning after your hunt? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know the woods very well. I guess I have some survival skills, I think. Well, this would be after her hunt. This would be like towards like midday after she's okay. done her hunt, yeah. Probably making, probably skinning some pelt or something, so right? So you're just like prepping your kills that you that you had for that day. But I sell the body because I just keep the fur because I don't like to like gut it or anything gross. <laughs> okay. I just like the fur. So there's like I meat. sell the meat. I sell the meat. You sell the meat, keep the furs, and then take the furs to the trader. Okay. So you go to the butcher, go to the trader, well, I, kind of make your rounds. I dry it out and then I make stuff like purses and things. Oh, okay. Okay. So you keep you sell the meat. So you don't sell the actual furs, you make the furs into other things and sell those items. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So you go immediately sell the meat to the butcher. And then go in and tan your furs. Perfect. Okay. So you right now you would come across her. She would be out in front of her residence. Um, currently tan, tanning like, some hides. Literally, as you walk up, she's just <clears throat> stabbed her hunting knife into a carcass and is just dragging oh, it down God. the center mast and and, and well, draining it. I like that. I mean, to me, that ain't. That's... <laughs> Have you ever seen that with a man? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, piranha. No. <laughs> um, may I have a word with you? Yes. Did you want to pray some more? No, 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 no. Oh, maybe later. But 
It seems that uh, would she know Barnaby? Um, she would. She knows familiar. Catterley, right? Yeah, so she'd so be familiar. Would she would know him about as much as Catterley. It's kind <laughs> of like she keeps her distance because she's not. But really. she knows who I'm talking about when I say Barnaby. So it exactly. seems young, young Barnaby. He's a younger. He's young Barnaby has gone missing. Hmm. And uh, Catterley has asked if I would ask you, since he seems to think we're a little closer, that if we could, you could we could help each other find him. Um, it seems he might be in danger. Um, what could I do? Well, yeah. I do like to protect. Lady of the Wood, right? Well, you would probably have some pretty sweet tracking skills out of game. Like, out of game, you you can track people. I actually would be honored. All right. Well, look at that. All right. I need some excitement. It's boring <laughs> around here sometimes. All I had today, a couple of rabbits. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get so much last night, so this is perfect timing. All right. She's basically, like, bored. So Let's go. All right, Let's go. exactly. Okay. <laughs> Um, where where would your character be around midday? Probably sitting under a tree. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be in town looking around. Let's go ahead and say you're sitting under a tree, and you're sitting under a tree in a vicinity of where you might be able to see them. May not hear what their conversation is pertaining to, but you can definitely see the priest approach her and start talking to her. This is a very small village, so say you're on on a hill outside the village, you could probably see down the main street and see maybe two or three buildings down. And when you would also, she'd probably see us leaving, starting to get like our packs and leaving town. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, she would. She would see that there's this action happening. So. Um, the only two people I know so far. <laughs> right, and you do see that they're like they. Basically, what you see is you see the priest walk up to the ranger, and they have a, a conversation. It's to you. Serious. It's, it doesn't. It, it seems very serious, and it seems like the action that happened after that was very quick, and it's happening very efficiently. They're packing their bags, and it seems like, you know. Like, she's literally closing up her, her house and, like, dragging this last body out and finishing it up really quickly. And she's trying to, like, pack up for the day. So you see, like, midday, she's packing up. This is very strange for you. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, this is to you out of character and you would definitely take note. So. Oh, I should have said, like, oh, yes. let's go because I've been hearing things. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have said. Mm-hmm. So, um... It's okay for me to approach them and Yeah, absolutely. That's because right. I got the idea that you two are I don't want to say plotting something, but it looks like you were having a serious conversation and now you're packing up to go somewhere. Might I ask what's going on? I'm gonna I kinda size you up and see that you're handy like I I've obviously you're a fighter and you're handy with that bow, it seems like. We might be able to use someone to uh Cover our behinds, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. We're looking for a, a trader. One of the traders in town lost one of his employees. Um, he thinks something nefarious might be going on, and it might be a little dangerous. So, if you'd like to come with us, mm-hmm. um, how about this? If you come with us and help us, I can point you to where I last remember Lord Redwind being. That's a good deal. All right. I'll take it. All right. So, it takes you a couple hours to get ready. And by about afternoon, um, mid-afternoon time, 
the sun's still fairly high in the sky. You guys are ready to set off on your adventure. Um, are you just going to head down out of the town at this moment, or is there anything that you guys would like to do before you leave? Um, I have nothing I'd like. I mean, I'm ready to go. I think it's, it's in, in my head, although I'm preparing for a long journey, I also know that there's a chance that he could be just dead and that I might have to just come back and bury him. So, Okay. I am not uh, tying up any loose ends. I don't really have any. So okay. the only loose end I tied up is Percival, and I'm ready to go. Uh, is there anything that you two would like to do before you go? Cool. Uh, there's also the chance to purchase anything. The witch is my friend. So that's why I haven't been to church, because she told me to be wary of those kind of congregations. Okay. So I'm going to run off and tell her not to worry that I'm just going on a trip. Okay. So um, as you enter the woods, let's say that there's a certain ritual that you do to summon this witch. There's a small piece of charcoal that you keep in your pack and you scribble a symbol that she taught you on a tree. And as you finish the symbol, you you feel this wind coming through and there's like a rustling of leaves and from behind the tree steps the witch she's um she looks young she doesn't look like you know what what the the storybooks would say a witch looks like she's not haggard and and scary looking she's um young but at the same time you know she's told you that she's incredibly old that she's older than anybody in that village and that she's been around for a long time so uh um as she approaches you she's wearing the the gear of a a hunter which is abnormal for her cuz she's normally wearing like um what would be more of like mage's robes. She goes, "I heard you're going on an adventure." Yeah, we're going to go investigate <sighs> Barnaby. Wait. Barnaby. I roll my eyes and I go, "We don't need your help, witch." <laughs> we have Skarsgård to guide us. Well, uh, <laughs> actually, if there's anything you have to protect, to help protect me. Yes. Whose side are you on? Our side. That's okay. You have me. No, um, well, <laughs> you know what? Actually, I do. I do have something that might help you. And she whistles and a, um, out of the tree scurries a, um, a sparrow. Ooh. A very, it's. Very small uh, sparrow. It's actually probably smaller than like your average size, or maybe a young sparrow. Um, and it lands on her hand as she opens it up, and she says, "My young friend here uh, will be able to pass messages freely between you three, and um, also may be able to send messages back to me." Now, bear in mind, it makes it some time. He is young, and um, he is—he's not the most able-bodied, but. He is the only bird I have to spare right now. Hmm. So, um, his name is Tommen. I feel like Tommen likes him the best because I'm friends with the witch. Well, Tommen does flutter to you right away, lands on top of your head. In the moment that Tommen lands on your head, you hear not a voice, but you feel a connection. Like <laughs> you feel like you could think something in your mind and that Tommen would be able to hear it. And so, Tommen and and just out of game Tommen will be able to to communicate with you Uh, you can speak to Tommen and Tommen will be able to understand you but won't be able to communicate back Um, he's 
basically completely sentient. He has the knowledge of like a very well-trained bird. You could tell it basic commands and it can, you know, transfer messages from you guys and it can also take messages back to the witch. So it's it's kind of like a, a carrier pigeon for you guys. Um, it's going to be a companion for you guys to be able to use for different means. And so take care of it. Um, and so she looks at you and she goes, uh, before you leave, um, I wanted to give you my name. Um, if you ever need me and this, 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 uh, trick I showed you only works in my forest. The charcoal, uh, trick doesn't work anywhere. But if you truly need me, if you call my name out in the air, um, I will hear you. I may not be able to respond, but if it's in a desperate situation, calling my true name may be able to to summon me. So remember my name and and keep that in mind. Um, so she kind of goes through and and gives you guys a what was your name again? Alsi A L S I. Um, so she goes next to each one of you and kind of does this strange gesture. Hey, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> what is this? So when, so when she gets to you, you stop her? Yes. Okay. What is this? This is just the blessing of the forest. If you bless me the forest, I'm going to bless you back. Right back with Scar's card. I'm going to let you know. Theo, I, I welcome it. Theo, why don't we have you both bless All right, us? Fine. So you guys bless each other? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and us too. Yeah, no, no, yeah. She she's already blessed you, you know, two and then that, he was the last one. Are you, so are when you he, actually casting bless? Head. No, it's uh, just I have that. Now we no. know why he was the last one to be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it was it was more of a ceremonial thing to kind of see okay. you guys off and it, yeah. So um but that was the last thing you, that you wanted to do before you go? Mm-hmm. To see the witch? Okay. okay. So, yeah, the witch disperses and leaves you with Tommen, and uh, you guys are free to, to go about your adventure. Okay. Okay. I'm all excited. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it might benefit us if she used... I'm sure you have some sort of survival. Like, she can track, right? Let me see how rangers... Did you want to look at what you put on mine, too? Yeah. Also, roll mm-hmm. investigation. Roll investigation. All right. So roll your D twenty, which is your biggest die. The one on the everybody roll investigation. Oh, I one? rolled a one and an eight. Which rolled one? a four. I got a oh, four. Oh, yeah, that, one yeah, right that big one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. You might have. So go back to your character sheet really quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eighteen. And then. So go to your go. Keep going. Right there. So under wisdom, you'll see survival or in, investigation. Well, or maybe it says in, it, perception. And oh, sorry. Look at under intelligence. My bad. I have survival. Oh, What's okay. your investigate bonus? Okay, that would give me 19. nineteen. Oh, and I have animal handling, so that's why that's Tom true. likes me too. Oh, there you go. Okay, so that that might actually come into play. You might be able she to do something a, that Tom doesn't normally know how to do using animal. She handling. got a seven. Oh. I got a one. Natural. Natural one. Okay. You all three, before you set out, decide maybe it's best to kind of ask around the town a little bit and see what if anybody maybe has seen Barnaby so before you guys leave you guys kind of all go on a kind of cursory ask around okay I uh, will just kind of 
typical in a village like this. If something happens, everybody knows each other, so everybody kind of goes around and, and looks for gossip and right. finds out what's okay. going on. So uh, you kind of go on your your cursory ask around, and when you when you do this, um, you find somebody that hasn't talked to you in a while, and you get carried up in the rapture of talking about Skarsgård. <laughs> you talk to somebody about Skarsgård literally the entire time that you're supposed to be investigating. Um, on your investigations, um, Piranha, you ask around the um, the local merchants other than Catterley, and, and nobody has seen to see them. You know, it's... They said that the last time they saw him was when Catterley had sent him off and they had all kind of left everybody, all of the different traders have their own runner. So they try to plan it to where they all kind of go together. So all you know is that they all left together and that was the last time he was seen. So the other guys came back without him. Yes. So um, what you know is that you went to the tavern. You know from your days traveling on the road that if you want to get information, you go to the tavern. Yes. So Plus, no one in town really knows me. Exactly. But a bartender will tell you. Yeah, you know, or maybe somebody that's had a couple of drinks that's a little bit loose lipped. You know, you you know you know how to ply somebody for information. You've you've done it before. Yes. So um, you go into the tavern and and you find a guy at the bar. That seems to know everybody there. He's talking to the bartender very well. Uh, so he seems to know everybody and he, he seems to know the goings on. Maybe like a local bar fly. But he's also very, very drunk. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't trust him. <laughs> so you sit down next to him and, and you think, you know, if somebody's going to trust me, if anybody's going to trust me, it's going to be this guy. So uh, as you sit down, he looks at you and goes, well, hello. I don't see a lot of new ladies around here. <laughs> I'm not brand new. I've been here about a week. Well, I, I've been about drunk for about a week, so that would explain why I might have not seen you. <laughs> I'm looking for an old friend. Oh, uh... Nobody seems to have seen him recently. An old friend from around here? I know everybody from around here. Who are you looking for? Barnaby. Fur trader? The young the young boy. The the runner. The one that goes back to and fro in town. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Barnaby he's no stranger to this tavern. Let's just say that when he's in town. He's in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's in town. So, I happen to know Barnaby better than most. And I can tell you that um, the last time he left, he, he wasn't too happy with, with Catterley and the way Catterley was treating him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, business on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was here complaining. He met up with his favorite Daisy and talked to her, and they were at the bar right next to me. And I, it's hard not to, it's hard not to listen. It's hard not to listen. Um, what is and, this guy's name? Um, Davenport. Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's it's hard not to listen. Let's let's be honest here. Um, so, what did you learn? I he was just mostly just complaining about the poor treatment that he gets on Catterley, and um, she was soothing his his hurt ego. Um, and and the last time I heard, he said he was going to leave, uh, and that but he would said he would be back. And usually with Daisy, he's pretty upfront with Daisy, so I'm not sure if um, if he meant to disappear or if it was incidental i can't really make that call i'm not uh you know i'm just a drunk um, but, uh, <laughs> what i can say though is that he left here not in the best state of mind hmm. but he did say he would be back oh that's what i heard but no one's seen him so, yeah, that oh. I haven't seen him, but I haven't seen you either. So, yes. you know, there's that. <laughs> That's true. Um, thank you, Davenport. Um, yeah. I hope I find my friend. But in the meantime, I feel like I've made a new one, and I would like to buy you a drink. Ooh, huzzah! Thank you. <laughs> keep, 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 keep. She said she's going to buy me a drink. I know you cut me off, but she's buying it. Maybe you could pay off some of the drinks he owes me. No. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> and so he gets his drink and he starts meandering around talking to the people there that he got a free drink right now because he started well, talking he, to somebody. Some new chick. He's yeah. A, he's some a new drunk. chick bought me a drink. He's a drunk. Some Drugs new women. talk a lot. If he had any more to say, he would say You two, uh, you actually haven't even left the main street. You found somebody <laughs> literally right on the main street, and you were just like, you turned around like, hey, have you heard about uh, Barnaby? No? What about Skarsgård? Have you heard about Skarsgård? And then that's it. Like, you were done. Um, you come back and see him standing in the same place that he started and hasn't moved. Uh, <laughs> so oh, you, how long is it? He's literally still talking to the same guy who at this point is like, he's doing that like awkward half turn thing, but talking over his shoulder, trying to like leave, but at the same time like, yeah, uh uh-huh. And I'm doing that awkward, I was holding his hand out of comfort, now I'm not letting go. And he's like, yeah, so he's like this, like. Wait, is it Theophilus? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Or Theo. Yeah, but when you're misbehaving, it's Theophilus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right. laughs> Theophilus, what's going on? That's my older sister, folks. No? <laughs> <laughs> Theophilus. <laughs> oh, Theophilus, I kind of like I let go of his hand. Oh, bye, Jerry. So, yes. Sorry. Um, Jerry walks. Oh God. Oh, I guess I. Got a little distracted in my efforts to investigate Barnaby's murder. Praying again. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Yes. Scott's gonna be praised. I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Um, as as she's scolding you for <laughs> yet again, as you felt like this has maybe happened before in the past. Um, like, like this we, felt so natural that like, like maybe this has happened. We before. almost <laughs> went on an adventure before, but it stopped because I was like too busy preaching. <laughs> <laughs> you got off on like a two day You're filibuster. Like, I'm not it happen this time. <laughs> no more two day filibusters, man. You can't do it. <laughs> so um, as as she's finishing up, kind of giving you that little scolding, um, <laughs> you see Drusilla walk up, okay. and she seems 
very excited like she might have some information she's walking up and she's like ooh ooh hot scoop and she kind of has that like look on her face okay I went to the tavern Mm -hmm. my favorite place to get information and I met a man named Davenport oh oh yes I know of Dav let me tell you he was very drunk but he was also very talkative he hadn't seen me before I think he thought I was cute. <laughs> um, but um, he saw uh, he saw uh, Barnaby, who likes to visit Daisy consistently. Oh. And who he, doesn't like to visit Daisy? He overheard. I mutter a hold on, hold on. I mutter a prayer really quick for all of the sinners in my town. <laughs> Good Lord, Daisy, you've lost your way again. <laughs> I'm sure she's a quite lovely young woman. I wouldn't know. Davenport being... I, I think he's a I'm bit of a lovely body because he overheard... They didn't tell him this. He overheard their conversation. Um, and he said that the last person he saw Barnaby with was with the person who came to ask for your help. Wait, what? I look over and I see Davenport and then I go, Davenport, you stop dropping eaves, young man, before I go see Catterley. <laughs> what? Don't tell him that. He'll never give me any information. Uh, at this point, Catterley usually closes up shop and would be heading to the tavern. So going back to the tavern right now, you might find Catterley or you might find him at his shop. So... Um, where would you guys want to go first? Let's go to his shop first if he's not there. Well, let's go back into the tavern he's and look. What he do? Let's go to the shop. Yeah, well, let's go to the tavern to see. Since we're already at the tavern, we'll go to the tavern first. Okay. If he's not in there, we'll go to his shop. Okay. okay. Um, so you walk into the tavern, and um, the only people in the tavern right now is Davenport. It's still a little bit early. It's not like tavern time quite yet. So I just realized we're all elves. I thought I was a human for a second. I forgot. I'm a high elf. Well, this village is primarily elf elves. power. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> this village is primarily elves. It's oh, like a, I finally it's... belong. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys like are in an elven village. So that kind of makes sense that you guys would all kind of like even people that that aren't from here would kind of feel like this might be a place that I could kind of feel a little bit more at home. Yeah, so that makes sense. Except um, that I'm living on the outskirts right now because I don't know because you don't know anybody. And you live on the outskirts because you just want to live on the outskirts. Well, because I hunt and everything, it makes sense. But kind of, yeah, that makes I sense. I would yeah. consider it's it protect. That's more like that, based probably, on your profession. You would probably feel more at home in the woods since that's where you grew oh, up in Westvale. Like it was just woods everywhere, you know, and, and you would probably feel better there. I didn't really stress this, and I, I have it in my notes, and I don't know if I stress this enough. You are like a major part of the hunting trade there. Like all of you guys are remember this even at level one you guys are all exceptional for like what a a normal hunter would bring in four or five pelts maybe per night you're bringing in 20 or 30 pelts per night and then you go and craft them into these really like fine pieces of of furs and, and and these different purses and things so you you like 
are one of the major crafters you bring in a lot of income to the village so same thing with you like you're a priest there and everybody knows who you are and not a lot of people may come to your church service it's probably because they're elves dude and Skarsgård's a human religion Exactly. So they they may not come to your service, but everybody respects you. Um, I'm a healer, and you're also you also have this very deep past that not a lot of people know about. That you have. They you know, see the they see the armor and sword, and they're like, Ugh. "Well, Catterly oh. knew who to come to when something went wrong. He right. didn't go to the militia; he went to you." And remember, that's, see, that's the why first I person I went to. Church, I went to. Because <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because that's somebody that you right. knew because he had a reputation, so, and well, so we feel knew. comfortable in there. That's true, right? Sir cool. Yeah, Sir exactly. So and so you and you come from a, a the trained by this legendary warrior by this like legendary errant knight that traveled around and and is known in this area by in pretty much every small village that doesn't have a local lord he was their protector so who her her mentor oh, but only, yes only right now he is the only one that knows that. Right. No one knows who you are. Anything about me. Exactly. Yeah. But everybody knows who Sir Darian is. Yes. Nobody knew that he had a page. Nobody knew that he had had a men, uh, I mean, mentee. I might even have known about her. Like, I know this dude. We're buddies, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I might have even met her before when she was a child, but she didn't know me. You know? So, check this out. Okay, I got it. So, Sir Darian did not want everybody to know that he had a page because... As any warrior knows, the weakest part of you is the place that people are going to want to strike. And so you being this untrained warrior were his weakest point. He, you were the person that, like, if somebody wanted to strike at him, they would go after you. They would try to capture you and hold you for ransom or something of that nature. So he kept you, if with the exception of his most trusted allies kept you completely secret there are a few people that knew who you were but for the most part you were not like this well-known mentee of sir darian you are like after now that he's dead a lot of people are like who are you yeah so yeah so that no nobody knows. i will say this though i told her that i did know sir darian i didn't t- i didn't want to reveal how much i knew him and i don't want her to know that i knew about her Okay. Because he tried to keep such a secret. Yeah. I'm just tight-lipped about the whole thing. You're trying so to be like, okay. And I don't really know, you know, I don't know anything about the situation, so I'm right now, sorry, Mom, withholding a little info. Withholding that info. Or just about how close that I am with him, really, and that I knew about her. I just have never really sought her out. Okay. That makes sense. So maybe this person, when she walks in, you recognize her. Maybe you've met her before when she was younger. Right. And so... When she walks in, she may not recognize you, but you recognize her because you're a little bit older and you may have recognized her back when she wasn't really paying attention to the people around her. So, okay, moving forward. Uh, you guys approach the tavern and nobody's in there but but Davenport. He's just sitting at the bar still. Is he dropping eaves? Uh, at this point, no, he's just sitting there talking with the, the bartender because it seems like the only two other people that were in there before had left and it hasn't hit the uh, the good prime time for patrons of the bar. Okay, okay. So, yeah. I, I say, personally, if Catterly ain't here, we should probably go to his shop. Okay. Yeah? Are we going to rough him up a little? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I am a... Uh, priest after all Drew as I sip my beer 
Only if we have to. As you guys approach Catterley's shop, he's leaving for the day, it seems. He's uh, pulling the door closed. The shutters have already been locked up for the day. And um, the sign has been flipped from open to close. Um, He's locking the door. And as you approach, roll perception checks. So roll your D20s, your okay. biggest one. The, the one that we did last Yes, time. that's mainly what you'll be rolling. Okay. Oops. Okay. Oops. Oh, natural 20! Your face, bitch. How does it feel? How does it feel finally get it back, Mike? <laughs> okay. And it's on something mundane like perception. Eight plus my one is... Nine. Mine, yeah. And then what was your doesn't matter, folks. Oh, no, Anita? wait a minute. Perception is wisdom five. What, which one are we adding it to? Oh, it doesn't matter, guys. I have four. You know why? Because Theophilus of the Forgiving Hand has rolled a natural 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have four. You got four? So what is my thingy on here? So, so you'll add. Matter. So we're doing perception, which is your surroundings, trying to spot oh, check everything. I only have three. Perception. So seven. you rolled a seven. Yeah. Seven total. Okay. So, um, would you like? You could trade dice here. That to, to you, because you are rolling shitty. Yeah. To both Drusilla and Piranha, you see, um, you see Catterly just turn around casually. As, as he locks the door and greets you guys with a warm smile. You, when you see Catley turn around, you see what looks to be a concerned look on his face that quickly changes it to a smile as he slips something into his left pocket. Mm. <clears throat> but the only person that saw that was the priest. I want to roll. Let me see how much how good I am at it. I'm gonna roll an intimidate check. All right. You should take your good dice then. And I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna glare, and I'm gonna say, "In the name of Skarsgård, tell me what you have done, boy." Oh shit, boy. Shit. I rolled a six. Oh, give me that dice back. <laughs> I told you. I'm just joking. He also rolled a six. So should I roll, roll again? again? All right. Thirteen. Oh, I didn't do anything to the boy. <laughs> I swear I didn't do anything to the boy. He I left. didn't say you did anything to the boy. You? What did you just say? I asked what you had done. Nothing. <laughs> what I did said, you do to I the boy? Nothing. I say nothing. I'm gonna. Can I roll? Uh, actually, you have really good wisdom. I do too. I guess. I want to roll a insight check. Damn. Mm. Fifteen. Uh, he's. Telling the truth, he hasn't what? D- that he hasn't done anything recently to the boy. Mm. Like he hasn't. From what he's, what you're asking him right okay. now is. Go ahead. The boy is left. Okay. I tell them he hid something in his pocket. Do you want to try and walk up and like snatch something out of his pocket or like? I can. I have a sleight of hand as a six, and if I can't, you do that or 
Can I do that? I you try to shake it out of his pocket. Yeah. When I lived I mean, on the streets, I was. A I'm talking to him. Sure. So I tell them. Sure. I he slips something in his pocket, and I keep trying to talk to him to distract him. Okay, so you say, you turn around and say that to them, right? Right. Okay, roll slide ahead. Okay, which one do oh, I do? I don't like this DM I think screen. Always, I think you always oh, do that one? one. Yes. Okay. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh. What is it? One. Oh, a, a one? You rolled a one? Oh, no. But I have. Oh, no. No, it doesn't matter. You. If you roll a one. You yeah. automatically fail the worst possible way you can. Oh, good he lord. He caught you. <laughs> Trying to steal from a merchant in town. Oh, no. It was an 11 on the down when it landed down there. She basically <laughs> walks up and goes, Hey, what do you got? And smacks his pockets real loud. <laughs> Starts trying to reach inside of his pockets like, What's in there? Give me your bag. <laughs> she just went for it. We <laughs> should have just intimidated oh. him. No, I mean, it was if you rolled a one, no matter what you rolled, it would have been a one. <laughs> yeah. Um, he didn't hear what you said. I rolled to see if he heard what you said about what he had in his pocket. Okay. But regardless, yeah. he got, got caught. caught. Yeah, he got caught. Yeah. So he's like, what are you accosting me for? I don't have anything. Really? Can I use athletics to get him in a headlock? <laughs> Wait, yeah. I want to do something. You guys are just beating the shit out of this guy. Yeah, what do you want to do? Let's let him have you guys something. asked him any questions yet? No, I'm just. Do I have any medicine in me? This that priest I can, is like, not playing games. Oh right? my gosh, uh, I have medicine. What if I try to drug him? No, you won't know. Well, not, not yet. Medicine we is like know. your knowledge of how to save someone from. Dying. Oh my god, oh. this is hilarious. But you have a really good insight check. Roll an insight check to see if you can understand where he's really coming from. Because mine was shitty. Okay. I feel like I'm cheating with your dice, though. That's right. Doesn't feel right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, thirteen. This is good. Eighteen. She rolled an eighteen. On what were we? On she's trying to roll another. She's rolling an insight check because mine was not that good. Yeah, mine was like a thirteen or something. And and trying to determine determine maybe are we really accosting this man for no reason? Is he really innocent or what's going on? Like, Um, what are you trying to like? She does this before I get him in the headlock. You're trying to determine if he is as if he's responsible. If he just sent us on a mission, like why? Why it seems like. Davenport thought that we he we should investigate this dude, and so we came to him, and he Barnaby really came up missing, right? Yes, I'll tell you that with that. He did role, come up missing. He is really missing, and but this guy tried to hide something from us. He put yes. something in his pocket real quick, yes. and he's trying to hide something. And he's but, looking guilty. But from that role, I can tell you right now that Barnaby is missing, okay. and that and and Catterley did not directly do anything um. to Barnaby. To and cause him to, to but he might know more. He might know something. I don't know this guy. He about to get him in a headlock. Is all this Did you? You haven't asked him about what's in his pocket. Oh, out of game. You haven't even asked him about what's in his pocket. Well, because I didn't think he was going to tell us if he was well, yeah, trying Drew to hide just it. You know abused, what I mean? Like 
But, but so what you, from her insight check, the only thing you've asked him so far is what okay. have you done with Barnaby? And so far with that answer, what you know from that role is that he did not actually do anything to Barnaby to cause Barnaby to come up. Okay, what's in your pocket? What did you try and hide from us? Uh, that's none of your business. And after your French is dig in my pocket, I mind you, I should not tell you anything. You would I lie should to go a to the priest. gods right now. You would lie to a priest. I did not lie. I said it's none of your business. And that is actually the truth. It is none of your business. Hmm? Hmm? Want me to get him in the headlock? <laughs> <laughs> Give him a nugget. roll athletics? Yes. A 15? You get him. All right, yeah. get it out of his pocket. So he 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 tries to run for the guard right now. He he goes. I'm gonna get the guard. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna get him in a straight up jujitsu guillotine, just like. And then I can just reach in and grab it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Still roll a sleight of hand or dexterity or whatever you have. That's. Oh, that would be mom then. Oh, I have to bring it out a little bit. Should I try it? Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, how, you're holding him pretty well, I right? got him in a friggin' guillotine. You did hold him pretty well. Okay, yeah, no, I don't it think, yeah. It doesn't really matter who. You reach in, his, you reach in his, his coat pocket where you saw, where he told you where it went, and what you pull out is a patch. It's like a, like a sewn-on patch that would go on a jacket, and it has a certain symbol on it that you do not recognize. Well... Roll knowledge history. Does anybody have knowledge history? Knowledge history. Got a one. I have a three to knowledge history. Well, roll it. (coughs) It's that dice. Eight. (laughs) No, you don't know what it is. Switch me again, Phil. I feel like it's not. I I have a one. Roll. Everybody roll it. If you have at least a one, roll it. Yeah. Yeah, you can roll no matter what. Oh, natural 20. Natural 20? Ooh. Okay. Nice. You wow. <laughs> you recognize this symbol to be the symbol of a local... Well, it's more than a local bandit group. It's an organization of bandits that is run by a man that they call the Bandit King. Mm. That would make sense that a street urchin was a thief. <laughs> that would know what that was. Yeah, so this is an organization that, okay. that is very large, and um, they they serve this bandit king, and, and they really don't have a name to their organization. They they just have this, this person that they hold reverence to. Mm, bandit king. Okay. Yes, and nobody really knows what he looks like. Nobody's really distinctly seen him before but all of these bandits pay homage okay Ooh, maybe we should go get the guards I'm, I got him in a hold still and I'm like maybe we should go get the guards Catterly why would you go get the guards <laughs> I don't need the guards the patch of some bandit king I'll let him go so he can talk I'll throw him to the ground real quick though <laughs> Where did you get this, Kevin? I'm about to bolt you. Give me old guiding point. When Barnaby left, hold on. When Barnaby left, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> when Barnaby left, this was laying on his bed. Mm. I was, I was afraid mm. to tell you this because I didn't want you to kill the boy. I didn't want to incriminate him. Kill the boy. 
Can, insight check? Can yeah. I see if he's telling the truth or not? 14? Well, okay. Maybe not you killed the boy, but you would surely bring him to justice. Well, for being a member of this Bandit King's organization. And I, I would don't first know. ask him to renounce his life before I can give him a chance. Give the boy a chance. He's... I didn't want him to be incriminated. So I was hoping that you would bring him back to me and I could handle it internally. And he's tell- I feel like he's telling the truth? Yes. Okay. Um, Should we ask him about what Davenport said? Yeah. That's a good point. Go ahead. Um, what do I do? I have to roll anything, or can I just ask? Just you? ask it. Um, I spoke with the drunk Davenport. Uh, he overheard Barnaby telling Daisy that you were abusing him and that he couldn't take it anymore. And then he was gone. I'll admit. I I could be a little harsh with the boy. I've, I don't ever hit him. I've never laid a finger on him. But a, a tongue lashing or two? Absolutely. He's a layabout. He's lazy and oafish. And I don't like it. She's. I, we got an idea. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Tommen. Yeah, Tommen, that little bird. So do I just tell him? Yeah, just tell him what you want to do. You don't have to act like you're talking to Tom. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we're going to ask him to go in. Try and find a way into this dude's shop to look around and see if he can like see anything that might incriminate him further. Like, or to see if he anything, to see if he can find something. See if he can like, bring something back. Like yeah, or like something, even if this guy's not lying, something that will help us find mm. this dude. Okay, he flies off. So what did he tell I'm sorry, I was talking to her. What did he tell you? Oh, he told me that um, that Barnaby was uh, oh, a layabout and that he was stern with him, but he never hit him. And so he didn't, he maybe verbally abused him, but he didn't physically abuse him. I i don't know about you, but I'm thinking that maybe um, uh, he's run off to be with the bandits with some kind of romantic notion in his head. Ooh, wait. He'll come back for Daisy. Why haven't we gone to talk to Daisy? That's what I'm wondering. Well, we went to the tavern and she wasn't there. Where, do we know where Daisy is? Where's Daisy, Catterly? Oh, well, that's... I know you know lady where she of is. the night. She's she's <laughs> probably at the tavern, but, you know, in the oh. upstairs area. Well, I've well, seen her. I could talk to her. I am going to use medicine to check if I hurt Catterly. <laughs> 19. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to heal him. Give him a little heal. Uh, All right. So the bruises on his neck, and like you see the abrasions kind of go away. <laughs> actually, I'm not going to actually use cast a spell. I'm oh, just going to emotionally heal him. <laughs> so you like rub some salve. Sorry, yeah. You have some like mint salve that you rub on his like, it's like No, icy I hot. just pat him on the back. Oh. <laughs> and say sorry <laughs> that I heard There's him. No, that does nothing. Yeah, he's just like, um, I'll forgive it this Time, right, but go get to my boy. Can we have the patch to take to? Rem- well, now that you've accosted me for it, yes, take it. In the name of Scarsgard, of course, I accosted you. I mean, come on. Oh, God. 
You have witnesses that says that you accosted me. So if you don't bring my boy back, I'm turning you into the police. Well, you know what? Tithe more. And I walk away. <laughs> Let's go back. to. I think we should go back to the tavern. So as you head back to the tavern, the tavern is a little bit busier now. Mm, I'm looking for Daisy. Davenport is walking around, still talking about that drink that he got from that lady. <laughs> she, she's so nice. She, I just said some stuff about that little boy, and she gave me a drink. It was such a nice lady. And you see the bartender. Um, Rolling her eyes. Uh, the bartender's name is Gary. Uh, Gary is... Gary is looking at, at Davenport and he's Yes, Davenport, you've told us that story probably about 75 times now. And so you see that there's uh, uh, probably 40 or 50 people in here when the last time you were in here it was just Davenport. Okay. Everybody got off work. Do I want kind of some just... ammunition for Davenport? I have um, green eyes and wild red hair. <laughs> okay, perfect. I know the barkeep, right? Because I, I've lived here for 10 years. You do. What's his name? <laughs> Gary. Gary, Gary. Okay, I go walk up and I go, Gary. Uh, hi, hi, how are you doing, Theo? I'm a I don't ever see you in here. I'm a speak with Daisy. <laughs> I definitely never see you over there. I, I, that is not what I mean. Yeah, maybe you should let me handle this. Yes, Come. <laughs> Piranha needs to speak with Daisy. Oh, well, I will of course stay still- here. Handing out pamphlets. I'm taking up off. off I'm taking off upstairs. Can okay. I, yeah, she's just that? going. Can she's just go? going. All right. Take it away. Hey. Ah, fuck it. All right, everyone. All right. Uh, I so look at Gary just- and I go, "You're running a sh- just a sloppy ship here, Gary. Get it together." <laughs> Just letting, letting random elves trot trapes up to your living quarters? What is wrong with you? Get out of here. It's only because I know she's with you. I'm a half-elf. Yeah, get it right. She's a half-elf. Excuse me. All right, All right take it away. Yeah, let's do okay. It. Okay. So you, you're, she's up there. So what if... Okay, so what happens? So how far do I go? So uh, you go up the stairs and... Um, this is something that you probably I don't know have you would would have you have seen something like this before would you've been to some a place like this before you are half human not really you've lived here for but, a five, I've, but I've been by there and the, I know Daisy because I was gonna say out walking around that's what I was gonna say she's been here for five years so she's probably knows Daisy she might know her, you Daisy know, likes I don't know me. she would go up to the place where she does business Daisy likes me because I I show her my purses and stuff it's like a girl thing oh, okay. so that's why I took okay. off upstairs that makes sense okay Okay, so you take off upstairs, and this is a place that you've actually never visited her before. You usually visit her during her off time, which is usually in the daytime. Um, when you go up here, it's scented with perfumes, and like there's like smoke in the air, and there's Cigar. you see instead of instead of uh, doors, there are curtains drawn on each doorway. And it's just a long hallway and you hear giggling and you hear guys' voices and women's voices and you hear a lot of just general... Carousing. voices. Carousing. voices. Yes. You hear goblin voices. Yeah, you hear a chorus of many voices. Um, so, how would you go about finding Daisy? Knocking on the wall. Daisy! <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if that works. 
Um, Daisy actually happens to be walking out with a client right now at this very moment. So um, just by chance, she didn't hear you, but you see like she's kind of laughing with somebody and they're walking out and she's kind of opening her her curtain, letting everybody know she's open for business again. And um, she kind of sees you and she gives you a big smile and a wave. Huh? <laughs> Awkward. I don't judge. I don't judge. <clears throat> well, she, true. She Not like that, that priest. She You're like that. a platonic friend to her, so she sees you and waves to you like, hey, friend. Hey, girl. Yeah, right? I'm surprised because she's like, why are you here? Well, kind of, yeah, maybe a little bit. So do you wanna, are customer, you going to approach her? Are you no. I mean, what? Are you going to approach her? Yes. Okay. So you walk up to her and uh, she looks and she goes, did you have something to show me that you really need to show me right, right now? I've never had you come visit me at work before. <laughs> no, I just, I just needed to ask you a few questions. Okay. About, about what? So I wanted, we, we heard that Barnaby was upset and was confiding in you. And so we just want to... And I'm just curious if this is true and if he was upset and if you were expecting him back because no one's seen him for a while and I'm sure you noticed that he hasn't been back. Well, I... No, I, I, I'm afraid I don't know anything. I'm sorry. Um, I What I do know is that I, I know that that he is a regular customer of mine and that he said that he will come and visit me at his regular scheduled time next next time I see him. That's all I know. I'm sorry. Should I bribe her with some fur bras? I mean, no, but if you think she's lying, you could roll an invest, uh, an insight check to see if she, she's yes. being trustworthy or not. I feel, like, pretty full she, I feel of like she knows more you have a plus six. saying. So you, can also this? Try, you can also try a persuasion check. So something doesn't add up. So maybe it sounds like she might be hiding something. So I would, I would roll an insight yeah. check just because you have a, okay, a big, big bonus to that and you'll be able to tell if she's lying or not. Ten. Ten total? Got a ten total. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so um, even, I'll tell you what, even with a ten, you can tell that she's uncomfortable. Well, I did invade her... Area. Well, not only that, but you can tell that what she, that she's telling she, what she told you right now. She feels uncomfortable with this conversation, like with this line of questioning. She's already like not wanting. Like you can tell she's being evasive. Mm. Like it's very obvious. Okay, Daisy. So if you think of anything, whenever we'll be out of town, but whenever we come, right, we're going out of town. Yeah. Sorry. After this, I guess we're gonna try and find him. When we come back, um, if you think of anything, you know where I live. Okay. So do I have to say something again? So no, you've said goodbye to her. So I mean, can, you can come back down and tell us what. So what did you? What did I you look say? at Pirani and I go, what did you? Yes, 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 yes. What did you hear? She wouldn't tell me anything. All she said was that he told her when he would come back. Mm, do you think she was telling the truth? She seemed really uncomfortable. I don't know if she knows more or if she just didn't like me asking her questions. You know who's uncomfortable? Liars! <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't tell what the sweat on her brow I, was from. I, I say we march up there and confront her with that patch we found. Yes. See what she has to say about that? I like that. I agree. 
Let's do it. You look tough. Don't you lead the charge? Sure. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll lead from the rear. <laughs> so, roll perception. Eleven. Eleven. Nine. Nine, and I rolled a eleven. Okay. So, so two elevens and a nine. You two notice that Gary is looking at you very sternly. Like, okay. Where are you all going? Okay, so I whisper to them, I'm going to take care of Gary. You guys go take Daisy. And I'm going to turn back and go over to Gary. <gasps> That's Do I have women. the patch? You know, it's very, very frowned upon by the Lord to meddle in a priest's affairs, Gary. Theopolis. <laughs> that is Theophilus of the Forgiving Hand to you, sir. I'm going to roll. He's All like, right, here we go. It's a standoff. I'm going to roll an intimidation check. I'm not very intimidating, but I'm going to roll an intimidation check anyway. 14. 14, sir. <sighs> Mr. Gary. Mr. Gary Cooperton. I'll tell you what. You all three cannot go up there. Not at the same time. I figured they were already up there. I thought you guys were already I told them to go. I was like, I'll take care of Gary. And he you looks, guys go up. He looks up and he goes, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, sorry. I hold up my holy symbol in his face. Hold it. Theopolis, I'm sorry. That's 33 ohms right now. I'm sorry, Theopolis. Okay. Say the Sky's Guardian tenants, please. Uh, One through four. Now. All, all, I don't, all four. That thou shall. You don't even know that this is because you don't come to service. I don't, oh. Gary. I'm so sorry, Theopolis. <laughs> I'm let you down. All right. Okay. And anyways, <laughs> now that I've sufficiently distracted out, Gary Cooperton. Out huh? of game, Gary Cooperton will be at next service. Okay. <laughs> uh, can I get an inspiration point? Yes. Can I, yeah. Well, can I just scare her by carrying my whip in my hand? You sure will scare her? Are you sure that will scare her? Daisy? She's a she's a lady of specific tastes. She's used to abuse. <laughs> so yes, from men, not from a woman. You could definitely go up there with your whip brandished. I have no qualms with that. Okay. Just so that she knows. <laughs> All right. We're so are you going up the stairs first this time? Um no, because. I want. She knows her. I don't know her. Uh, All right. She so, doesn't know me. So, but when she says, "I have a few more questions," got it. I will walk in. So let holding me, my whip. Let me. Paint, oh, let, me let me paint the picture. <laughs> let me paint a picture. All right. So, you guys are walking up these stairs, and the, it's a cush red carpet up here, okay? And as you walk up these stairs, she's still standing there. She's waiting for the next person to walk up these stairs that might be a customer. She sees you again, okay? And these stairs have a certain curve to them that you, for a half second, maybe even a second, she doesn't see this person walking up behind you. So she's like, again, and all of a sudden you see her face kind of change. Like, (laughs) 
this person walking up behind her with a whip. And <laughs> I'm assuming wearing armor? Yeah, she's got leather armor. They both have leather armor on, actually. Okay. Yeah, so... But with a long... She carries a crossbow, a longbow, a sh- two shorts, or a short... Or, yeah, a rapier or something like that. And yeah, And... Two like two swords. Okay, so she's she coming in there, a bunch of weapons. walking and looking like Van Helsing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. So, so with the whip on top of it, and yeah. So this person's face just—you see this girl's face just drop. And there's really nowhere for her to go because there's no other way out. And so she kind of just stands there and she waits for you to approach her from the end of the hallway. Daisy, I have another question. Do you happen to know, have you seen this patch? She looks at the patch and, um, roll insight. Six. No, eight. Okay. I've got ten. I've got ten. Okay. Uh, you notice a look of consternation on her face. You do. So you, you look and see that she kind of has like a... Like her, you see kind of maybe like a crease across her forehead right. briefly. So, seen it. so, Daisy, you've seen this patch before? Uh, n- n- no. No, I have not. I'm playing with my whip. <laughs> <laughs> so, you can roll intimidate. Would you like to roll okay. intimidate? Yes. I'm okay. Can she snap the whip? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm she... going to snap. So, the add two to your roll. Okay. Yeah, five. <laughs> oh no! You drop your whip. <laughs> so yeah, you like you try to snap it, and then yeah, it slips out of your hand. You and, like, the it, lip. <laughs> like you just kind of drop it on the ground. You pick it up really quick, uh, and she's just like, <laughs> I'm stealthy. At you. That's not like me. But I usually don't intimidate women either. So that was maybe yeah, your nerves getting to you a little bit. You could pers- you can try and persuade her. You have plus two to persuasion. You can roll persuasion to try. And now that she's failed at intimidating, like, like good bribery? cop, bad cop, like good cop, bad cop. Like, yeah. yeah. Look, I don't like that. I only got eight. I'm eight. <laughs> <sighs> Is, roll, am I roll, done with I'll Gary? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Roll with advantage because she understands that she's pinned in a corner right now. And she's trying to, like... She's trying to find the easy way out, so she's trying to appeal to you right now. So what what you do? So when you roll, so advantage and disadvantage in this game. When you roll with advantage, you roll two. You take the better result. See, I rolled a seven and an eighteen. I would take the eighteen. Okay. When you roll with disadvantage, you roll two, and you take the worse result. So I would roll a seven. So you have advantage. So roll another die, and take the better result because you rolled a. What'd you roll last time? I think it was, so, I don't know. It was an eight, so eight, like nine. a... So a nine. A nine. Okay, so she... She kind of sighs and just goes... Well, I mean, I've seen it before, but I don't know a lot about it. Am I done with Gary downstairs? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to walk up there. Okay. So when do I get up there? What do I see whenever I walk You see... Okay, so basically, as you turn the corner, you see her drop her whip and pick it back up really quick. And and the conversation with her kind of sighing and talking to her is happening as you're crossing that, that hallway. Okay. So literally, you walk up as she says she doesn't know a lot about it. Okay, hold on one second. Got it. Okay. But she's seen it. She said she's seen it before. Yeah. So even though I dropped my whip... 
She goes, she it's, still. it's something that Barnaby carried around. and So I'm going to cast Guidance on myself. Okay. So I can add a D4 to my roll, and I'm going to try and persuade her that we're trying to help Barnaby. We think he might be in trouble. Okay. And we need to know where he might be, and we need to know everything you know. Okay. So as as you're you're casting your guidance, she's she's telling you, it's something that Barnaby carried around. I I seen him have it before, and he seemed very proud to have it. Like he seemed to to look at it with a lot of reverence. Do I get advantage? So what did that one dude have it for? Mm-hmm. Do what I get advantage to on trying to persuade her? Like because she's in the court. Like yeah. yeah 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 yeah. I'm gonna roll. Right. Catterley found this patch on. Barnaby's bed yes. the day that he disappeared. Oh, okay, 20 not natural on my persuasion. Right here. 20 not natural. Not natural. Okay. So what are you trying to say? You. I now- just want to say, look, cut the bullshit. We know you know something. It seems like you know something. We're trying to help Barnaby. We think he might be in trouble. We want to find him and make sure he's safe. He's not in trouble. He knows what he's doing. And what is that? He told me that he's going to meet up with his his brothers and that he was going to come back for me. And you believed him? Well, yeah. How long has he been gone? Me, yeah, three days now. <sighs> he told me. He told me he'd be young. Gone. Love. He told me he'd be <laughs> gone for at least a fortnight. Oh, fortnight. And where did he say he would be? Did you tell you where he was going? Did not tell Did me where. You, do you know where which direction he went? I can tell you that he took his caravan with the rest of the pack, and there's a certain point to which they all split off and and go their separate ways to their their separate destinations. Mm. Um, and that's where he was to ditch his cart and join his brothers. Real flesh and blood brothers? Or no, just comrades. Comrades. Okay, well, I think we should. That's the trail we take. So here's the thing. Now I'm not so concerned about Barnaby as much as I'm concerned that there's some kind of bandit king nearby. I say we go find him. I say we go find him, and not only do we find Barnaby, but I think we try and take down this bandit king. Okay. Yeah. So, are you guys are leaving town? I'm, I'm going. I don't. I'm not going to make you How guys follow me. Go? But I am going to go. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go just talk to a couple of the traders and find out where they usually split off. Okay. And then follow that trail and, right. and find and and try and find. I'm gonna use investigation to try and see if any of them know which trail Barnaby usually takes. Okay. Each of you gets roll investigation. Right. Let's oh, say that you let's say that you guys all go and and meet with the traders first thing tomorrow uh, in the morning and go to when they open their shops and start asking them about their trade routes. Three, 13. She got a thirteen. I got an eighteen. Okay, what am I looking? Here? Investigation. Roll. Investigation. Okay, nine, nine, ten. Well, I got eighteen. Okay, eighteen. Okay, so with an eighteen, um, you guys. 
basically find that information fairly quickly. They say that there's a certain pass you'll get to. You'll see a pole with three flags hanging on it with three different colors. You'll see a yellow, red, and blue flag, and they're hanging in a sequential pattern. And when you get to there, you'll see a breakoff in the road. The breakoff for Catterley's is to the left. Is okay. the most leftmost road. Okay. All right, let's Where go. Are we I going? So we're going to take the King's Road, the trading route, and when it forks off and we see the three multicolored flags, we're going to take the lefternmost road, like the, the road on the left, to follow where uh, Barnaby went. And then from there, I assume we can use your tracking abilities to find him. All right. And the bird. Yeah, well, yeah, if the bird can help. And why don't you send a message? Why don't we send a message to the witch and see what she knows about the Bandit King to see what we're dealing with? Okay. So you take a small piece of parchment and scribe out a message letting her know about the Bandit King. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell your friend to take this to that witch? Yes. <laughs> okay. So the bird flutters off, takes the message. Um, oh, wait. Did he ever get anything back from that dude's house? Oh, yeah. That's right. He was gone. He's actually, he can't take a message right now. He's still gone. Oh. Yeah. He's oh, still gone. Okay. okay. Um, right, as a, as so. a matter of fact, um, call him right now. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Come here. He, he flutters back and uh, he doesn't seem to have found anything. Um, he kind of just like chirps around on your hand a little bit, like he seems to be kind of distressed. He's like very chirping, very actively, and then <laughs> he kind of yeah, exactly. But he, you can tell like he didn't seem to have found anything. Okay. Um. Uh, but yeah, you can send the message now if you'd like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do I say anything? Well, I'm just wanna I'm gonna write a quick message that just says what we know. Like we found that Barnaby went. To this trading route, we have a suspicion that he's um, taken taken up arms with the Bandit King. Mm-hmm. And I draw out the patch. Okay, so you sketch out the patch. Sketch a little out bit. the patch really quick okay. to see what she knows, because I don't know shit about knowledge history or anything like and that. So you're day. you're basically inquiring about this information, trying yeah. to send off for life. like who is this? Backup. Do we need to take care of this? Because okay. I don't want no bandits coming to take over my village. Got it. Okay, so my you, baby, my sweet little baby village, my sweet little baby village. <laughs> so you send the message, you you tie it up around the the bird's foot, and the bird flies off into the forest. All right, let's go. Um, what city are we going to? We're not going to any particular city. We're going to the, We're down going the, to the King's Road, basically. Bandit. And when we see three color, what is it? Red, green, and blue. Red, yellow. Well, I red, knew yellow, what the patch red, was. Red, yellow, and blue. Yeah, red, red, yellow, and blue. I knew what the patch Left was. Red. Could I have seen this bandit king? Oh, yeah, she wrote an actual 20 on it. Before. Um, you have never seen the bandit king before. Nobody's seen the bandit. Nobody is confirmed to know what the bandit king looks like. Everybody just seems to know who he is. Mm. So all of the people that, that, that adore him and worship him Nobody can tell you what he looks like. They just know he's the bandit king. He's the greatest. He provides for us all, and he makes sure that we're all united. Sort of like a Robin Hood. Kind of, yes. Megan. <laughs> so you guys take off down the road. That's what I'm taking at this point, that you guys are just setting out? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right, so you guys set out. It's first thing in the morning, bright and early. And um, 
that seems to be pretty peaceful today. You leave the village, you see Davenport sleeping outside of the the tavern on in what more or less would be a, a gutter. Uh, he's kind of just napping outside the tavern. You've seen it a million times. Um, and as you pass, you see the village kind of just doing its thing and, and, and thriving and, you know, doing its village thing. Right. Um, and it's it's all just kind of waking up for the day. You see Catterly coming out, and he kind of looks at you guys kind of not suspiciously, but cautiously. He's he's a little scared of you guys still, especially this one. He's, this one, he's, like, he's still kind of rubbing his neck. He's like, ah. um, so as you guys leave the village, um, you guys get to this post. And this post today, you see see a man see a, a withered old man and he's sitting against the post and he looks at you and he goes alms hmm can I do what does he say a religion check to see if, is he a priest alms he's begging yes oh is he just a beggar mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna give him some money I'm gonna give him a full gold piece Full gold piece? Full gold piece. All right. He holds it out. He goes, gold. (laughs) And you see a shine, a shimmer of gold across his eyes. Mm -hmm. And that same shimmer transfers across the gold. And he puts the gold in his hand. And he throws it at your face and it's gone. What? And he laughs and he has this really jagged like... Ugh. Brown, ragged teeth, and he's like, <laughs> "I gotcha!" And he whoosh, disappears. What the fuck? <laughs> you? Does my, do I have my gold piece? No, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, Aww. he threw it at you and it disappeared. What the hell was that? He, he, likes... he doesn't have it. <laughs> Somebody has it. It's mm-hmm. gone. Damn. All right. The hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting at the free, three flags, yeah. perplexed, perplexed, and it's it's about noon now, and um, this place is kind of it's uh, far enough away from the forest that you see the forest in the distance, but yonder on the other side is rolling hills. You see the Trader's Road go as far as you can see, and it just goes over hill after hill after hill. Um, you see three breaks in the road. One of them goes to the left. The, further, the furthest most left is the one that you're supposed to go down. Down this path is um, branched over with trees, um, spotting it with different dots of light as it goes down. It's a, it, it's a very peaceful-looking road, but it's also too quiet like there's you don't hear any birds so you roll you can roll a survival we can roll survival checks to track him right yeah I have a she has a five so roll a survival check so you're gonna try and track this dude from his footsteps basically Mm -hmm. you see tracks in the road yeah that's what I was thinking and you're gonna basically be looking probably for a very like okay here's his normal trade path this is where he veered off okay you know so Oh, also, roll perceptions. She rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> dice is cursed, Philip. The you, purple ones are cursed. You see, this is a trader's road. So you see footsteps, um, mule marks. You see uh, hoof prints of all kinds of different animals. You see cartwheel lines everywhere. I rolled a n- 
So roll perceptions. Both I rolled twenty five on my perception. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I'm upset that my it's because I had dust in my 13. eye. Yeah. Roll roll perception. Um, well, I had dust in my eye, and that's why I couldn't see the mark. The text. Ooh. Eighteen. Oh. Plus three. Yes. 21. 21. All right. All all three of you see, as she's looking for tracks, in the center of the road, there's a a circle of what looks to be wood. And upon closer inspection, it looks like a gold piece Mm. with the same engravings as a gold piece, but perfectly made out of wood, like a replica gold piece. All right. Hmm. I'm going to pick it up. Okay, pick it up. All right. Oh, I know what this is like. This is like those stories where you like you could choose your own adventure. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, right? Much. Okay, but I'm better. Investig- uh, do I know anything about this? Is investigation? Um, knowledge Arcana. Knowledge Arcana. Oh. Twelve. You can tell that this has not only there's there's engravings within the engravings basically. So like in between the engravings that replicate the coin itself, you see some arcane symbols. Maybe some arcane symbols, like some runic markings Wooden around. Hmm. Yes, but you're still not you're not aware of what it is at all. Hmm. hmm. But it's definitely something that's curious, and it, you didn't feel anything weird happen when you well, picked it up. Stick so it in not... my, I'm going to stick it in my packs, and let's move on. Let's it try and find you, so. this dude's... Let's yeah. get started. <laughs> let's try and find this guy's okay. tracks. So you guys are going to be Can heading down. Can we take 20 on that? Sure. Let's just, so there's this rule called taking 10 or taking 20, which means it's going to take you a lot longer. Like, instead of just being able to roll and like, all right, you immediately find what you're looking for. You're going to take an absorbent amount of time. And you're going to add your bonus of survival, which is 5, to 20. So you'll have a 25 automatically. It just takes you a lot longer to find the tracks. Okay. So she'll have a 25 in survival. Okay. Um, so it you guys head down that road because you know that's the way that they told you to go. Okay. So that you basically had decided since you didn't see anything at the intersection that you would continue down the road until you found tracks. So as you guys head down that road, um, you do find tracks eventually and they seem to be human and they seem to be in a hurry. And, um, the, you seem to like there's wagon wheels behind it. So there's a chance that this might be, Tom and or, or, to Barnaby in, in his cart. So there's there's a good chance that this might be Barnaby in his cart. You're still not quite sure yet, but you're definitely you there's the only tracks that you see are these tracks. So I mean, there's really a lot of odds that this is who you're looking for. So but as you head down there, you see other things that that concern you. Um there are scorch marks on the trees above your head, like the leaves have been burned away. Um, there's no birds. There's nothing around. There's no. There's no animals. This, the, the 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 trees are completely silent. Um, and roll perceptions, everybody. Hmm. That might be why there was a creepy dude. Nine. Nine. Seven. Oops. 
nine and a seven. And uh, twelve. So you two see a plume of smoke dead down the center of the road, at the center of the road, but you don't see anything. It's too far for you to see anything other than just the smoke coming up into the sky. You, on the other hand... What do my elf eyes see? <laughs> you see... We need your legless, use your elf eyes. <laughs> um, so, your elf eyes see that it appears to be a cart, maybe. And it's on fire. Uh-oh, the bandit king is striking. Well, I rush towards the cart. You guys all appear in the car? I mean, so I rush towards the car. Yes. I don't know what they're doing, but... <laughs> I'm waiting behind with my bow and arrow in case I need to protect them. Okay, so are you still going with them, but just kind of falling behind? Yeah, I'm going with them. Got it, okay. Yeah. So you're you're just taking up the rear. Got it, okay. So yes. you take off. But you you take off right behind them, and you follow yeah. up in the rear. I'm not as fast as that. But I've got my weapon ready. You have your weapon, or you pull out your weapon. Which weapon do you have in your hand right now? Um... My sword. Your sword. Okay. I feel like it's gonna if the, if there's gonna be anything there, it's gonna be close. Drusilla. Mm. She has a rapier. Let me see your. Yeah. Go to the right. Swipe right or go the other way. So the you other see. Way? Yeah. Okay. So those are all your weapons. So yeah, what sword I have do you a rapier, have? Rapier. Okay. So you're gonna be using your rapier. Whip, crossbow. Yeah. Theopolis takes off. Okay. And. Right behind it, instinctively, Drusilla draws her sword and takes off right behind him, mm-hmm. sensing the danger. Um, not maybe not as coordinated with combat as the other two. It takes you a second to kind of catch on to what's going on. You're kind of like what, and you see these two kind of just take off. So you follow up behind and you decide that you know you find your role. You take up the rear. You grab your bow. And you know where where you stand in this in this party right now as as the ranged support. So you guys all take up your your positions and you head to what could potentially be danger. Um, as you approach this cart, um, it's definitely on fire. Mm-hmm. What else you notice is that this cart has been rendered in two. It's been broken right down the center, like something may have fallen into it. And um, the the person that was dragging the cart, because this is kind of like a rickshaw. This is what like what what this is like. The the person that carries it kind of carries it like this and has the the goods on the back. So they don't use horses here. Hmm. Um, the, they're usually runners that have these like, like rickshaws. That, like yeah, exactly. So you see that there is no cart driver. To be seen anywhere, oh, and this cart has been thoroughly demolished, and all of its uh, it, contents are still on board, but they've been caved in from the center. That's weird because the stuff is still there. What the heck? Yeah, they weren't robbed; they were just attacked. I mean, I'm gonna go approach and I guess roll an investigation and check. Twelve. Um, as you all approach, you hear moaning. Yeah. Okay, moaning like um, like somebody may be in pain. Okay, I'm gonna follow that noise. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was an injury. <laughs> like an injury, yes. Like somebody that's that's been hurt. Um, and it's coming from within the cart. Okay, I'm gonna look in. The, can I look in the cart? Yes. Um, the cart's 
thoroughly on fire. Oh, shoot. So I'm are you going to grab all the goods because... Um, you're going to try to sort of conserve some of the goods? Yeah. Okay. So roll... Uh, that could be a dexterity check or a sleight of hand check um, or even an athletics check. I'll take any of those. What about yeah. stealth? No. No. Okay. Sleight of I hand have... sleight of hand or athletics or... Oh, I have athletics. Yeah, roll athletics. Uh, what did you want to do, Drew? Um, can I roll again? I don't know. I feel like um, I need to move ahead a little bit. Okay, so you hear, along with with Theopolis, you hear the moaning. So you yes. understand that there's somebody in this fire. Yes. I'm going to throw myself into the fire and just try and pull this person out of the car. All right. Um, athletics check? Yeah. Okay, what did you roll? I only got a four. Roll, so, okay. Do you think I got some jerky out of there or something? You didn't get anything. You didn't get anything. You were like, you literally try to go up to the car and it's on fire. Like, those flames are high. So when you reach your hand in there, it's just so hot, you can't you can't grab anything. Okay. I rolled a Fail. 15. You rolled a 15? Are you just jumping in? I'm just protecting myself as best as I can while reaching in and trying to pull the person out. Okay, so you see... Um, that there are two stacks of boxes. That's probably going to sound like crap. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> you see that there are two stacks of boxes. The boxes are caved in, and there is a clear rift down the middle. So you kind of reach into that rift. You mm-hmm. reach right through that, that break point, and um, you get your hand in there successfully. Um, you feel... Something you feel a person, but you don't really have a grab on them quite yet. Um, dexterity check, I guess. So just a roll. I have no dexterity. I rolled a one. Oh no! That's what I rolled. So you pull your hand out of there and you didn't get them, but you you know that there's somebody in there and they seem to still be alive. But they're in the fire. They're like so. You're kind of. There's there's definitely not normal that this person would still be alive in a fire like this, like and not screaming at the top of their lungs. So they're probably dead. So no, they're moaning kind of casually, okay. like okay. That it's a trick. It's like a, oh, ow, oh. as opposed to like a ah, right? Mm. So it's already kind of like. You're not quite sure what's going on here. And when you reach your hand in, you can't quite get him. Um, But as you see the cart kind of... Like you see like a hand come out and grip the side of the cart. And then you see on the left-hand side the same thing. And he pulls it apart. And there's a guy standing there. and, And he's not wearing any clothes. But he's standing there and he doesn't seem to be phased by the fire either. The heck? And he's... He's looking at you and he goes, where, where am I? Who is this mysterious figure our brave new heroes have discovered? And what will become of the small village in the wake of what is to transpire? Find out next time on Storybook Heroes Traveler's Tales. Wait, where, where are we? Grog, wait! I thought I thought we were in the broken street. Oh, well, look out the window. What is this? What? Oh, it's snowing. It's, I think. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Those are silvery pines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we're in Westvale. Oh 
my... 